Chapter One of In the Oregon Country. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Phil Schempf. In the Oregon Country by George Palmer Putnam. Out West. What is the most pronounced difference between East and West? A Bostonian once asked me that i was east after a year or two of westerning and he seemed to think it would be easy enough to answer offhand but for the life of me i could find no fit reply for a time that is and then it struck me everyone is proud of everything out west said i local patriotism is a religion if you know what i mean you who have lived on the pacific slope will understand you who have visited the pacific slope will half understand did you ever hear of a new jersey man fighting because his town was maligned you never did have you ever encountered a york state small town dweller who would devote hours to proving that his community was destined to outdistance all its neighbors because god had been especially good to it and ready to back his boast to the limit no indeed yet most of us have seen westerners actually come to blows protecting the fair name of their chosen town and i know scores of them who can and will on the slightest provocation demonstrate that their particular prosperity centre is the coming city of destiny in short every westerner is inordinately proud of his town and his country on trains you hear it in hotel lobbies on street corners the stranger seated at your side in the smoking compartment regales you with descriptions of his particular god's country if ever there was an overworked phrase west of the missouri it is that and the inventor of a fitting synonym should reap royal rewards in traveller's gratitude if nothing else the man from boise describes god's country in terms of sagebrush and brown plains the palouse dweller pictures wheat fields mentioning not windstorms and feverish summer mercury the californian sees his poppy golden hills the eyes of the puget sound dweller are bright with memories of majestic timber and broad waterways unclouded by any mention of gray rain the man from bend talks of rushing rivers and copper-hued pines his enthusiasm for the homeland unalloyed by reference to summer dusts the orchard owner of hood river or wenatchee has his heaven lined with ruddy apples and discourses amazing figures concerning ever-increasing world market for the product of his acres he who hails from the coast cities whose all-pervading passion is optimism weaves convincing prophecies of the golden future and so it goes each for his own each an enthusiast a loyal patriot a rabid disciple eastern travel acquaintances produce the latest photograph of their youngest offspring but the westerner brings forth views and plats of his home town no children of his own flesh are more beloved yes truly it is a bore the thing is overdone there is too much of it and yet well it's the very spirit of the west a natural expression of the pride of creation for these men of today are creating homes and towns and doing it under fiercely competitive conditions they have built it upon their judgment and staked their all upon the throw of fortune 
they are pleased with their accomplishments and vastly determined to bend the future to their ends it is arrogance no doubt but healthy and happy and the very essence of youthful accomplishment and its very insistency and sincerity spell success and are invigorating to boot the old differences between east and west are no more of course except for a trifle more informality under the setting sun clothes and their wearing are the same the queen's english is butchered no more distressingly in california than in connecticut proportionately to resources educational opportunities are identical music and the arts are no longer strangers where blow pacific breezes nor have they been for decades the west is wild and woolly no more railroads have replaced stage coaches fences bisect the ranges free land is almost a thing of the past yet withal existence for the people of the two borders of our continent is not cast in an identical mould back east residents are apt to regard the west as a land of curiosities human and natural out west dwellers are inclined to be supercilious when they mention the ways of the atlantic seaboard all the statements to the contrary notwithstanding east is east and west is west no matter how fluently they mingle the difference between them is not to be defined by conversational meets and bounds it is not merely of miles of scenery or of manners or even of enthusiasm it is in fact quite intangible and yet it exists as anyone who has dwelt upon both sides of our continent realizes aside from the trivialities which are wrapped up in such words as culture custom precedent and the like the fundamental explanatory reason for the intangible differences is one of years most of the west is buoyantly youthful some of it blatantly boyish much of the east is in the prime of middle age some of it senile naturally the east is inclined to conservative pessimism an attribute of advancing years and the west to impulsive optimism do not foster the notion that the term extreme west really applies for it doesn't the west as i have seen it is too nervous socially speaking to dare extremes it is too inexperienced to essay experiments too desirous of doing the correct thing while it wouldn't for the world admit the fact socially it is quite content to keep its intelligent eyes on the examples set back east and even then its replica of what it sees is apt to be a modified one if this bashfulness holds good socially it emphatically does not commercially for in things economic there is far more dash and daring and bigness of conception and rapidity of realization in western business affairs than in those of the east opportunity is knocking on every hand and those who think and act most quickly become her lucky hosts the countries of the west are upbuilding with a rapidity for the most part inconceivable to europe travelled easterners and affairs move at a lively pace so that the laggards are left behind and only the able-bodied can keep abreast of the progress and with all the dangers of the happy-go-lucky methods the pitfalls of the inherent gambling that lies beneath the surface of much of it western business life undoubtedly offers the favored field for the young man of today who has in addition to the normal commercial attributes the ability to keep his head greeley's advice was never sounder than today 
revised it should read come west young man and help the country grow the start has just been made perhaps the days of strident booms are over let us trust so and it may be that the bonanza opportunities are for the most part buried in the past together with the first advent of the railroads the discoveries of gold and the exploitation of agriculture which gave them birth but the west is getting her second wind the greater development is yet to come the panama canal with quickened immigration manufacturing and a more thoroughgoing cultivation of resources than ever in the past spell that what has gone before is trivial and inconsequential in comparison with what is to come pioneering is along different lines than in the old days but it is still pioneering and the call of it is as insistent for ears properly tuned i hear the tread of pioneers of cities yet to be the first low wash of waves where soon will roll a human sea the waves have wet the shores but their true advance has scarce begun end of chapter one